0: Welcome to the pilot episode of Relation Quip. Welcome everyone to the first episode of this show. Thank you to everyone listening. This show is predominantly about discussing everything directly or tangentially affecting relationships as a whole. This show is solely created, edited, and produced by myself and my beautiful better half. Say hi, Helter.
1: Hi there. I'm Helter. And it's really great to have you all here.
0: So a few weeks ago, we decided that there's enough depressive news and there's enough badness out there in the world regarding the context of relationships, whether it's divorce or alimony or bad breakups. And we decided to do something about that. So after having one short discussion and the brainchild eventually deciding to stick, We said screw it, let's make a podcast and discuss everything and anything, even remotely, impacting relationships from the perspective of what we would at least like to consider, a healthy one and one that is based in years of trust, love, and mutual friendship. For those with a keen ear, you might listen and hear over time that this show is not going to be hyper-edited. And I think, Helter, you can explain perfectly why.
1: So, we've decided to do this on our own completely. And because of that, there is no quote-unquote professional editing that goes into the making and the publishing of our podcast. There is also not necessarily editing done in order to remove any flubs or wubs and dubs that we may make in recording just to let you know as our listeners that we are human too and we do sometimes make mistakes as well. It's something that we'd like to share with you as our listeners.
0: When discussing the amount of editing involved and all of the production value, we kind of came to the conclusion that although you know a lot of these fancy podcasts or shows that you either hear about or see on TikTok a lot of effort goes into making that seem perfect in every way and ideal lighting and everyone's looking and sounding glamorous and we kind of decided that we're going to do our own thing and all of that social media perfection is an unrealistic standard and we kind of just decided that screw it we'll do something that is real raw and authentic but that's enough excuses for the background noise (laughs) let's start with how we met so helter and i met in 2017 at the time um I had been at the self-defense dojo for about five years. That was my fifth year, and I'd worked my way up the ranks to instructor. And along came Halter, uh, five foot nothing. I'm just kidding.
1: He's you, five <laughs> seven and a half. I'll have you know.
0: Always got to include the half. Just an unbridled. Always the half. Unbridled fury and rage with a lot of anger issues, and there were several times where she kind of challenged me head on or wouldn't listen when i told her to keep her hands up but eventually after some percussive maintenance i managed to to change her mind the spanish way manuel (laughs) and that is where our friendship began
1: i mean to put it in layman's terms you know whenever someone asks us oh how did you meet then with a completely straight face, it's just that, oh, he punched me in the face a few times. And the, we are usually met with this, I'm sorry, what?
0: It's a very fun... But
1: it makes for a good story.
0: It's a fun way to introduce,
1: how did you meet?
0: Well, I punched her until she stopped hating me for it. But yeah, that was essentially how we met and treated each other for the first good while and then after some time we eventually grew closer and became friends
1: yes and once we started becoming friends it was a quick road to becoming best friends but it wasn't an easy road and (laughs) hell no yeah because we because we had known each other for two years by then and We eventually started talking about more than just the general small talk topics of, oh, how's the weather where you live? No, it's fantastic.
0: Uh, Um, We we had some more late night in-depth conversations.
1: Yes. And that was the point where we started realizing that there is actually something more than just a mentor-mentee relationship. And I had approached Yeet for some advice regarding certain situations that I had going on. And shortly thereafter, under the supposed guise that I was visiting family near him, I went to visit him. And in the time that I was within the same province as he was, as he is i visited with him more than i had initially planned and it's
0: i think by that time
1: nothing that's
0: by that time we'd known each other for a good couple of years and just um for some context to the audience we stay about a two-hour flight apart from each other one and a half thousand um thousand kilometers so by this time our friendship had developed first in person then i moved away and then for quite a while it was just purely digital and after that first visit i think there was um there was a bit of a defining point where it went from just okay well this is someone that i talk to on a semi-regular basis to oh all right well this is actually a friend that i've had in the round for a couple of years
1: yes and you know one of the kind of first initial defining moments of our friendship was sitting next to a massive fire and the conversation was flowing and we you know once it started becoming a bit cold to be sitting outside we moved to the couch where we could still see the fire but we were sitting there and telling all sorts of absolutely awful jokes until i don't know probably around three in the morning
0: yeah we we share a very dry uh, sense of humor
1: (laughs) and there were just so many experiences and adventures that and life events that we went through together as friends which all compounded and led up to us eventually becoming a couple. And I remember about six or eight months before we actually became a couple, we'd started discussing it already. And we had the fear of possibly losing our friendship. But...
0: Yeah, Yeah, because by that time... As
1: we've often said...
0: Because by that time we had been friends for biscuits running on like four years yeah well we
1: we'd been really close
0: we'd known each other for um just over four years and been basically without either of us at that point realizing it basically being the best friend of the other person over time and i i remember still thinking back on that conversation where we we had and we kind of realized that the only difference between where we are now and actually being together is you know using a different set of emojis and maybe here and there slipping in an i love you but barring that we the dynamic as a whole evolved from just a platonic sense of, okay, well, this is someone that I have conversation with, to a point of, oh, well, I actually care how this person's day was, and I actually care about how they feel about certain things, and from there on out, it moved to a point of, oh, well, I actually care about this person's happiness, and I want to see them succeed in life, and by the time that we sat down and had that conversation that connection that synergy that relationship for lack of a better term had already been formed and I think the most important aspect in that was the trust that we built over time you know it wasn't a thing of the person says they can walk the walk but there's no substance to that by that time we had shared the arguably some of the lowest lows in our respective life and come to the conclusion that this person isn't just all bark and no bite when they said that they'll have my back they actually do and they actually do care about how i feel what i think um, how my day has been there was actual substance to the statement of i got your back and That is something that I think can only really be developed over time. You know, it doesn't happen over six weeks. Of course. It doesn't happen right away. It, It takes a bit of time to solidify. And I think it's different for everyone in the sense that some people, you know, it was love at first sight. For us, it was most definitely, most definitely not love at first sight.
1: Not even close.
0: I think it was verging on hatred at first sight. (laughs)
1: oh yes but putting especially considering the crap nickname that you gave me is still there
0: (laughs) but moving on um we decided for our pilot episodes because we are we decided to do two of them based on um the recording schedule that we are both available to we decided that a short introduction as Suitly followed by some of our favorite stories and happy memories that we've made along the way and just some of our tales to shed some light on who we are as people, how we interact in our dynamic and hopefully just to give a few laughs to the people and shed some light that relationships aren't all sucky. There's a lot of happy and fun memories that can be
1: made along the way. Well, I mean, ultimately, the plan or the goal of this podcast is for it to be a wholesome and feel good podcast and a way for us to share our story, which I find to be very uplifting with others and for others to be able to ask questions that they might not be sure about.
0: Yeah, I think it's as I've um, posted on some of our bios, and even mentioned in the trailer. You know, you don't have to make the same mistakes to learn the lessons that somebody else has learned over time. If you can have access to the wisdom and learn from the mistakes of others, you can save yourself save yourself a lot of emotional scarring and a lot of headache and heartache over time. And that's kind of what we aspire to do to give some insight to what we found that works and ways that we found to work around problems that we might face in our day-to-day that we might face in a relationship and how to overcome that as a whole but i think moving on to a slightly more humorous note helter you have i think the the best rendition of the first time you swung by to visit and what an atrocious
1: oh my
0: time that was
1: (laughs) yes um the very same night that we really started becoming very close we decided it was a good idea to share a bottle of wine but yeet had a carpet in his living room that he did not want to have stained and since the bottle of wine came with a cork we figured it best to decant it into something else clar- would should also allow it to breathe a bit more.
0: For clarification, yes. I, I later on, when I moved out of that damn apartment, I ended up throwing that carpet away because it got so torn up from the cats, thank and it goodness. got it got so stained by mud that it was trodden in due to all manner of people, beings, and boots. And also at that time, I thank did, goodness. I was not social enough to have many, if any, friends, let alone sophisticated ones, requiring me to be in possession of adequate wine glasses. So the first receptacle, the first receptacle ended up being an empty, not washed, just empty, bottle of Narchi concentrate.
1: And at first, Yeet just disappeared into the kitchen and I was sitting on the couch wondering what on earth he was busy with and next thing i know he reappears with this bottle of red wine decanted into an empty oros bottle and i gave him possibly the most quizzical look that i possibly could have and, and as all men can just conf- kind of look yes love
0: as all men can confirm i shot her the famous look of Don't worry, it's fine. I got this, trust me. Update, I did not got that.
1: Trust a man to make a plan. (laughs) No. That was made painfully clear the next day.
0: You'd think... Yes. You'd think that... Before
1: we get to the second tasting of the wine, the massive fire that was made still had some coals smoldering the next morning. And yeet in all his wisdom. You'd never think he's an engineer on this one. Um, Decided to pick up all the dead little twigs and kindling from the garden and just chuck it on top of the rest of the coals that were still there figuring that there would still be enough heat to get another fire going.
0: Which there was in my defense.
1: Yes there was. But we were left with what can only be described as a smoke signal. If there was a helicopter flying over at that stage, they would have dropped a ladder and come looking.
0: There was a collective battening of all the hatches and a bringing in of all the laundry (laughs) in the neighborhood. I, upon um, adding more fuel to the fire, I literally heard people saying, close every window this place is starting to smell like a bushfire
1: and that just carried on for a few minutes i mean the closing of all windows um not the smoke signal because that just carried on we couldn't douse it but eventually it came time for a little bit more wine and we opened up the oros bottle again and it was awful it smelt of vinegar and it tasted of paint thinner
0: imagine if it was he,
1: absolutely dreadful
0: imagine dear listener if you will notchy flavored paint thinner it had the same hue consistency and i'm pretty sure the taste wasn't too far off of it either it was not our brightest moment
1: no that that was a very very quick trip to the bottle store to get another bottle of wine because neither of us were about to subject ourselves to that kind of assault. That's that, that just chemical warfare on any level.
0: I think the next major um, event was everything that led up to us having a cumulative six cats. So that was around 2019 when that story happened. And as you...
1: 2020.
0: Yeah, heck, that was that was early in 2020. That was before good old Rona decided to make another turn in the world. And my folks mm. also stayed in approximately the same area as Helter at the time. So I was there stuck alone, no friends, no family. And I, st- I decided to stick it out on my own uh, during the early stages of the pandemic and after the travel restrictions uh, between provinces were lifted a little bit I decided to go uh, up and visit all of my people at that side of the world and when I came back I eventually decided I'll get a cat they're cute they're fluffy and they are independent enough without making a lot of noise and they can be trained where to poop So eventually, I ended up getting the most adorable little ginger kitten from the shelter. No official papers, no name tag, no chip at that point. I just wanted a cat. So I got George, and he and I took to house, uh, took to each other like a house on fire. We became fast friends, and we very much adopted similar personality traits to one another and to this day i still treat him more as a housemate than i do a pet per se but then shortly thereafter when the covert restrictions started to dive down a little bit and the world was beginning to take the first steps of returning to normality i wasn't you know, locked indoors 24 7 anymore and i shortly realized that my emotional support animal has separation anxiety so what is the fastest way to resolve that get my emotional support animal an emotional support animal that was the beginning of the expansion of the zoo the emo- oh, yes. The second cat that I got was a grey mackerel tabby named Sam. And Sam absolutely stole Helter's heart.
1: Oh yes. Sam does not have a brain cell to speak of. He has got the most beautifully expressive eyes. He has room
0: room temperature IQ for context.
1: If that, my darling. But he has got the biggest heart he's a bit strange when it comes to affection because he doesn't really sit still but i went to shortly after yeet got sam i went to visit and dozed off on the couch and yeet had dozed off next to me and i woke up and sam was curled up on my chest he was only about six months old at that stage and Yeah, that was oh, before he next got... Next thing pure. I know... Oh, yeah. Now he's just... oh, he, mm no no breathing f- in that...
0: <laughs> Four and a half kilos of pure cat. Oh, yes. Pure tuna-fed ch- feline muscle.
1: <laughs> got a bit of a sleeper build. But I woke up with this teeny tiny bundle of fluff curled up on my chest. And next thing I know... We are absolutely whacked with an elbow. First, Yeet hits my face and then he hits Sam.
0: Just for old times' sake.
1: And Sam, yeah, and Sam got the biggest fright of his life. And I decided, no, 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 I'm not subjecting my face to this kind of panel beating. And I turned my back to Yeet and Sam came and curled up by my chest again I just cuddled him and held him tightly and he was perfectly content to just lay there
0: in my defense I was fast asleep when that happened I did not premeditate whacking my future better half in the face that was not premeditated I was out cold just for anyone keeping track
1: (laughs) or so he says but we'll never know will we anyway when yeet eventually woke up i told him about sam coming to lie by me and i'm i was planning at that stage i still am to move closer to him and we started discussing you know that perhaps once i move i should get a cat it did not happen once i moved oh it happened well before that oh yeah (laughs) Um and i had made an or met an acquaintance early or late in 2021 and two of his cats had had kittens and i went to visit the one day and this little gray ball of fluff just absolutely stole my heart and i came home and i told my mom By the way, early in January, I'm bringing home a kitten, and since my mom also cannot say no to anything with four paws and a wet nose, her argument didn't hold up for very long. Cue me trying to convince her to get another one, and it was no, 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 no. And early January in 2022, I brought baby Archie home, and he was just... Off on his own mission but he had the most beautiful face from day one and he still does and when my mom saw this tiny little gray body moving around the house she went hmm we need to get another one and I sent acquaintance a message and I said to him well I'm taking that one and the next weekend I drove through was about an hour's drive and I went to fetch the other little black and white one with not a single brain cell to speak of, but just the sweetest little face. Are they, both oh, en- they
0: both ended up getting frequently bathed by your dogs.
1: Oh yeah, no. They were permanently covered in slobber, especially from the spaniel. Um, my golden retriever was a bit skeptical about these little grey missiles just roaming around freely and oh, I got these two and they were just they are just the sweetest little cats and as Archie has grown up he has become so much more loving and a lot less independent than he was as a baby and Kurt he's he's oh, he just likes being off on his own mission and Sweetie Pie Rappers he will carry them around and he will play with them. And he's just perfectly content.
0: So th- but then... that
1: ultimately led to edition number five.
0: Yeah. Eventually, we, um, we started speaking about when uh, Helter is moving closer to where I am and the fact that we should maybe have a look at uh, getting you know, our first animal together. And both of us have a very soft heart for rescue animals, specifically uh, rescue animals from good shelters who we know take care of them and treat them well. And when Helter came to visit in 2022 last year, we were sitting around the one day and I said to her, I would like to go have a visit at the at the shelter where we had gotten Sam so she obviously agreed and we spoke about it for quite a while and said that there is a possibility that one tiny little kitten is gonna steal our heart and we need to be prepared for the eventuality that perhaps Perhaps we are getting another animal before the sun sets on that day. So we set off... The
1: initial plan was just to go for free therapy.
0: Yeah, going to a shelter is considerably cheaper than therapy, and I think we can both testify to that. Oh, yes. So we pack a carrier in the car, and off we went to the shelter. About 40 minutes of driving later, and we rock up at the door, and to cut a very long story short there was a particular little tuxedo black and white cat that made a significant impression on halter and i wanted to take a sassy shadow home but she had her heart set on that little tuxedo so we brought him home and we debated between felix or sylvester as his name and then I think it was even before we turned in that night, it was officially decided mm-hmm. that his name shall henceforth be Tux, short for Tuxedo, and long for Tux.
1: Oh, it was. Yeah, it was even shortly after we'd gotten home with him, but he didn't give us a choice. He knew that we were not leaving there without him i had gone to sit down on the floor in the cattery and was cuddling some of the other cats and next thing this very stinky little black and white ball of absolute fuzz just came and made himself comfortable on my lap be and fair that was where he stayed
0: to be fair at the time we didn't know that he was going to stink to high heaven and all the way down to High Hell, and then all the way back to Middle Earth. But putting <laughs> some animal we put- didn't know. Putting because so he-,
1: he didn't give us a choice.
0: Putting some animal stories aside, in I think in both this episode and the next, it'll become quite prevalent that a lot of our happy memories involve us making food together, or one person making food for the other. Hopefully, we'll um, we'll get to quite a few of them in time to come but when we make a reference in future episodes we will most likely get derailed just to give some context but i think some of some of some of the most noteworthy times were when i eventually moved into a slightly bigger apartment and helter was not feeling great that particular day she was coming by for a visit and she felt like death reheated and her stomach stomach was yelling in German was arguing in French was ordering in Russian her stomach was not good and me being the food enthusiast that I am, I realized probably the best thing for it is toast and marmite Um, I think the Aussies will relate that Marmite and Vegemite are absolutely, Vegemite. yeah, it's very good for intestinal distress. But obviously, at 8 p.m., on I think it was a Saturday at that point, might have just as well have been
1: Saturday mm, or Sunday.
0: It was well past the point where you'd be able to go get some bread from a grocery store, or a gas station, or anything. And I took it upon myself to make bread. So that I could make toast, so that I could give Heltu some toast and marmite to help quell her stomach and at least get some nutrients in her for the day.
1: Perks of having a chefy boyfriend, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And no, that was was an interesting evening because one of those times where he just disappears into the kitchen and next thing I know everything is just clanging and banging and I walked around and I asked him um love and I was just told I'm making you food go sit down
0: we we have a very aggressive manner of showing affection to one another I'm I'm not just an ass about that (laughs) it's
1: mutual yes no but i suppose that also comes from the very beginning of our relationship back to us punching each other until we liked each other
0: i believe but, um, i believe when you asked me regarding what i was doing in the kitchen i i told you to go lay down and once you were settled i think i didn't even walk out of the kitchen i just loudly proclaimed i am making toast from scratch <laughs>
1: I am cooking bread so that i can recook the bread
0: (laughs) and that episode was not to be outdone uh, by the chocolatey chocolate brownie saga
1: oh goodness no on a random tuesday night you know you've got a good one when on a random tuesday night you tell him after eight o'clock at night that you are craving fudgy chocolatey chocolate brownies to which I was met with a rather snarky and smart Alec quip of as opposed to the non chocolatey chocolate variety of brownies which he was met with a look very similar to the look that he got the first time he punched me in the face but again next thing I knew the whole kitchen was coming out of the cupboards and from the lounge, I just asked him, Love, what on earth are you doing? And I was met with a, Hold on, I'm having a thought. Oh, please. I'm figuring it out. Yes. And a short while later, he emerged from the kitchen looking awfully proud of himself and said that there are fudgy chocolatey chocolate brownies baking in the oven. And that was one of those moments where I just realized I am spoiled beyond comparison. And when I tell you that those were some of the best brownies that I have ever had in my life, it is not an exaggeration, not in the least.
0: I think we are slowly coming in for a landing on our pilot episode, but I think, Helter, if you could just quickly um, round off some of the admin stuff for the listeners at home.
1: Yeah. As we've mentioned earlier, we do plan for this to be a wholesome and feel-good podcast, but also where we discuss a lot of the things that we've discovered through trial and error in our relationship and also it being a long-distance relationship and us having really an incredible relationship with each other we've often had the question of how do we cope with being in a long-distance relationship especially since it's been so long already and that is definitely one of the topics that we will be covering there are a few others including the importance of being equally yoked with your partner and you know that's just to say having similar fundamental principles and values um one of the mini series that we are planning is a segment on communication and to follow on that in terms of conflict resolution and really effective conflict resolution but further also the experience or the importance of having experiences and memories over gathering trinkets and we like to hear more from you as our listeners as to the topics that you would like to hear us talk about and there are a lot of ways that you can get in contact with us. All of them are listed in our bios, both here and on Patreon. And we would really like to hear your feedback, both on episodes that have already been published, but also future episodes. I'd be quite
0: impressed if uh, the audience could give feedback on future episodes that we have not yet released.
1: <laughs> oh, shush, would you...
0: but yeah as Helter was saying uh, we do have a Patreon going on at the moment, that is patreon.com forward slash relationquip spelled exactly as it is on Spotify at the moment Um, right now there should be a link to the Discord that is open to the first hundred people um, who want to join, it's just to start setting up the community and where people can have more communication during the week and you don't necessarily have to wait for the next episode or wait till the next week so we'll uh, we'll keep the discord open for the first 100 members the patreon itself will not only have all of the links to this uh, show's episodes on spotify but it will also have links to the various ways to get in touch with us the discord the email all of those fun things and as well right now for five bucks a month you can get access to our post show discussion specifically titled relation slip don't go looking for that anywhere else other than patreon that is member only content but that is the place where we talk about uh, the show as a whole and the preparation that we individually put into making that particular episode happen reflecting on some of the things that were said or maybe giving some behind the scenes info going deeper into stories that we kind of skimmed over during the episode and want to give a little bit more context of but we will put all of our links in all of our episode descriptions so keep an eye out and for time being i think that is relation quip out
1: Thank you for joining. Have a lovely week.